Hello and welcome to Campaign Comrades, your favorite leftist gaming channel. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts. Matt. What up, it's Andrew. How we doing, folks? It's been a, uh, we, we're coming off a, uh, an off week here, so we're, we're, we're playing a little bit of catch up here, but uh, we're, we're getting back in the groove. I know, I know Matt is still just, you know, uh, riding high off of some juice. Yeah, he's, he's juiced up. He's ready to go. So hit us with it. What's your, what's your, uh, your heated gaming juiced moment up. from, from the past week? If anybody who caught the streams, they well, could see, they, they could, they I could was see say, that's a... just like, you know, the heat waves just coming off Matt's head. <laughs> I was going to say you, you, you guys as, uh, viewers in and out probably have a better, uh, perspective on some of the the tension that i was going through there on the the sunday stream uh having me go for four hours in general like i never go that long that was probably a mistake on my part <laughs> i think that only bred more it was hatred. the sunk cost, the, it was the sunk cost thing but it's just like uh melania blade of Mikola was just you know she had your number man i mean i also kept looking down and seeing that we had like decent right, engagement. Right. so i was like i can't just cut this <laughs> off i might as well like, just, <laughs> i'm getting mad and, and the madness is bringing in viewers so just got to keep feeding the cycle that's the that's that's the perils of the content brain now sacrificing your own mental health like you just you did you did the souls thing and just all right last run and then proceeded <laughs> to play for like another 30 minutes at a minimum <laughs> Well, you see, when you say last run and then it doesn't go as you expect, you have to do another one. Just keep banging your head against because the wall. Something's going to change. Something yeah. different is going to happen. I swear. I, I do give credit to the, the four-hour frustration because that was definitely, uh, it bred the right amount of contempt for the boss fight that I built the perfect build to destroy her. I, I catered everything to just doing so much damage to her that she would feel my pain. And no more waterfowl dance show and my and my stream. Yeah. So for any of the, any of those interested out there, what was the what was the <laughs> final the final strategy uh, that uh, saw you victorious that 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 led to uh, Melania Blade of Mikolov seeing her first defeat? I swapped from my what I shall call semi cowardly, uh, big slow great sword uh, that throws little sword beams out. Uh, just because the arena doesn't suit itself to the, the weapon. Like I kept having either attacks uh, clip into the clip into the hill that she would be going up or have attacks that looked like they would hit her and like the hitbox didn't match up with the visual. Those were super fun. Yeah, I was catching that a lot, to be honest. Yeah. I saw that a lot. I would have yes. gotten so, I, honestly, I would have gotten so mad because there's so many instances where like your your summon would have would knock her down and you send off the the arc and she gets up right as it is about to hit and oh just gets those yeah. high frames yeah. in her benefit oh my god i would have lost my there, mind there was a couple there was a couple good moments of there of me telling teach to stop knocking her yeah. down and teach just like being, being the screaming child in the back yeah. meme and continuing to do it anyway it's like why can't you just throw your fire attack like that's the only attack i want you to use but no, I ended up swapping to a dual dual katanas, you know, really embraced the blade. And then I basically just took my talisman setup and swapped everything for a damage boost on consecutive attacks, a damage boost on uh, bleed proc, and uh, an increase in decks across the board. And basically just dual, dual wielded these katanas and just got in her face with my mimic, also dual wielding katanas. 
and just bullied her into a corner while we were just getting damage buffs off of the amount of bleed we were proccing and all of the consecutive attacks with the two katanas back and forth, bullying her into a corner. Now she knows what it feels like. So even even with all like the uh, you know the rebalancing that's gone through with the various patches, bleed is still super strong. And I I'm asking as someone who hasn't played yet, also. Yeah, no, bleed is still um, incredibly strong. It's one of the the craziest um, glow ups I've seen for a status ailment from them from a game to a game. Like bleed is definitely something you know. And I wish they would like. Bloodborne doesn't even have this crazy of bleed. And, you know, that's a game that's literally like blood, 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 blood everywhere. Blood, born of the blood, made of the blood. Some of the best parts, though, were when you would make it to the second phase and just get clipped by that little bit of the the, the rot flower. Uh, Oh, my God. Dude. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) When I was was consistently dodging the first hit of the, the attack, and then getting one shot by the the yeah, second the part, which up, should yeah. not one shot. I don't know what I was doing wrong. Like clearly, like something about my like my rolling. I was getting like the uh, the counter hit on my roll where it was like one shotting me with the damage. But I absolutely disagreed. <laughs> I, could, I could just like see the steam just coming out of your ears. Yeah. It was it was incredible. It's because like. I don't mind getting to the second phase, but I, like if I want to die in the second phase, I want to die to the attacks because I want to actually like learn the sure. phase, not die to the thing that sure. starts it. Absolutely. Yeah, in that case, I'd rather yeah die in the die in the first phase. You know, just let's let's move on to the next yeah. attempt. Then at this point, just wasting my damn time. Yeah. Oh, there was one point uh, the morning that I was that I ended up beating it that my mimic tier. I don't know if it was just the game flipping me off. Or if what what was going on with the AI of my mimic tier and her AI, but she did the grab attack like eight times in a row on him. Is that the is that the impalement? Is that the impalement one? I love that. that yes. In the entire animation, she's uh, immune to damage, <laughs> and it heals her for like a quarter of her health because uh, of how much damage it does. And. She just was chain doing it over and over again to my mimic tier. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to like forfeit this run because uh, yeah. y- you are killing my, my, my buddy just immediately. I no. can't do anything about it. <laughs> that sucks, dude. Your stamina, your stamina was impressive. I, I cannot, I cannot continue to beat my head against the wall in a video game like that for as long as you did. I would have broken a controller. Uh, like there's just no doubt. <laughs> It's 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 almost zen for me in a way, like pu- putting it all like just going in. Uh, the only frustrating part it felt like for a while was like not having the the waterfowl dance in any sort of read on it. Like there were there were certain points where it definitely looked like she would like go up in the air looking at the, the summon and then she would just pivot and come at me and those were the ones that like okay how am i supposed to be I have to give that? props to them for like you know the, the the developers for the enemy ai though you know it's like it's incredibly uh hard to read which you know is obviously frustrating uh in in those circumstances but like you know it's some to me some next level next level gameplay i, I will stand by my statement that she's definitely a sekiro boss in an, a dark souls game uh, but I'm I'm cool with that. Like I've said it, I said it on stream yesterday. Sekiro is a cool game to me. I like Sekiro. Yeah, like, I can definitely see 
the the opportunities there for like me as wolf to be just parrying the waterfowl dance ping, 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 ping. interesting and then the i can hear the stance break as i do all three successfully as i like move her to second phase oh man hey andrew you're you're still playing elden ring too what's uh how's your progression been moving yeah, I'm, I'm making s- slow but steady progress. That's that's kind of my uh, view of this game. It's just so massive and so much time yeah. you can put into it. But I, I finally am uh, at the mountaintops of the giants. So I'm, I'm kind of like... You say I, I, I helped guide you with a guiding hand through the, the capital yeah, so that you didn't... Matt's my sage sage wisdom for Elden Ring. And uh, yeah, I think, I think roughly like I'm now in the final third-ish of the game, yes. you could say. Mountaintop, so. Fair Missoula, Capital again, end of yeah, game. So if if that's like the the, the progression things you need, yeah. but uh, I'm getting rocked now that I'm in the next like <laughs> area again. Mountaintop sucks, dude. Oh my god, I'm I'm I thought Kalid was bad. Kalid Kalid no, doesn't seem sucks. as bad anymore. So I'm gonna go do no. some exploring. That again is like that's great oh, design. That's great progression progressive design. Like it you know, is. That, it keeps yeah. challenging your ex and, and reevaluating your you know your expectations of of the game. That's you know very impressive from a design perspective. No, it's well, it's one of those things that once you get to mountaintop, you can go back to areas you thought were difficult that maybe you're like, I'll go back to these later, and they're they're so much easier now. Yeah. Because like enemies that you, you can still one shot enemies and stuff like that compared to mountaintop where it's like you hit an enemy and they don't flinch and they're like hey yeah okay that the first guy I hit and, and like it did like a quarter of his damage bar and I was like oh you have fun in the Zamora ruins <laughs> this this feels new again but yeah no I was I was literally one last time I was playing with Matt I I beat two bosses in that stream and beat more than two yeah I beat a couple in that stream and I I was ending. Before yeah. my friend, give yourself You're credit. Right. King. It was for thank you, thank you. I am a king. So we, su- and, we, su- uh, we support Lord. each other here. Like, <laughs> but like I, I did wrap that stream feeling like, damn, I think I'm finally at that point where I'm a little oped. And as soon as I got to the mountain, <laughs> check, like, check nope. yourself, check yourself, friend. <laughs> yep, and the game was like, ha, you thought, <laughs> you fool, you absolute imbecile. Yeah, wait until you. uh when you it, when you get to consecrated snowfields, so you know, have you fought any of the death birds, the death right birds, uh, the the nighttime boss? N- no, not not in this area. I saw you fight some big ugly birds. But you fought them other areas. Yeah, I, I saw them in other. Areas. I guess that was a dragon. It's it's D. They're they're just D mm-hmm. with a stick. Uh, there's one on in the consecrated snowfields in the top left. So would that be northwest? Yep. Uh, northwestern corner. Uh, he's a fucking bastard like just a fucking really hard fight yeah those guys aren't, i haven't beaten them aren't, yet uh aren't easy to begin with no they move weird mm-hmm. their movements are funky they move like d when she <laughs> it's just a great game so much so much continued fun i'm sad that i'm wrapping up soon You've been stretching yeah. it out so long, man. Playthrough. You've been stretching it out like as long yeah. as you possibly can. And you still haven't even gotten to yeah, to new game plus yet. <laughs> which we know, which we know you're you're well, that's you're, the one like I can do pig. that on this. I can do that you're on the pain side. pig and you're gonna again yeah, take it as far as you possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those I can do I can do new game plus sure. on the side because that's like once I've done everything for a first playthrough, new game plus runs are basically like who do I want to fight? What do I like? want to do like any side quests i missed and then like run to the boss fair enough 
Um, you know, I personally am still uh, too, I'm, I'm too afraid. I'm too much of a coward to, to play Elden Ring yet. Mainly it's the time. It's, <laughs> it's the time uh, commitment. Oh no, it's going to take some, uh, you know, a minimum hundred hours. I don't know if you've watched minimum. any of the, if you watched the, like the short little video I sent yesterday. I did. I did. Stream. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's just some like little subtle things like that that are very helpful that just you know, help bring you along as the game progresses. Yeah, no, it's just another, just for, for those at home, uh, just a, an interesting little video on the, the little kind of tips and tricks that, that, that the developers use to both make the development process easier uh, on themselves with, in terms of like reusing assets, but then how that also is, is how they use the reused assets to create familiarity right, into, into, into uh, yeah, to, um, both build expectation and then yeah guide a player to you know how they learn but then also to then play with those expectations to um keep things still fresh you know so like the the best one was like you know you go to a ruin you learn that you need to go find the underground chamber and then you find one that doesn't have the the uh you know the staircase down so you got to you know find that with the the illusory wall and all that look for the hidden Look for the hidden and how that can still then, yeah. that can still provide uh, you know a satisfying experience for a player because it's you know proof that what they've learned is still useful and uh, you know, that they're you know still uh, that they're grappling with the game in a meaningful way. Yeah, it's shout out to Zully the Witch. That's a really cool channel that does some cool stuff about oh, these yeah, games. Absolutely. Uh, looking through the source code and whatnot. But uh, yeah, speaking of my cowardice of uh, in my my fear commitment in terms of these games i've been largely playing um outer worlds on game pass which will nicely segue us to our first topic of the week um there's been there's yeah are you a board member if you're if you're with the board you have to tell me (laughs) um but uh yeah there's been some game game discourse today but so i was saying on stream yesterday as i was playing as i was playing it that uh Whoever, whoever said that there's a short RPG is a liar. And I kind of have to like take it back a little bit. I like was looking just, you know, you know, some people say, oh, you shouldn't do this. So I'm not actually looking at story details or anything or walkthroughs for the actual quest, but like looking at what the main quest line is for the game to see like how, just to gauge how far I am. And it looks like I, you know, wasn't reading mm-hmm. it correctly that like there's a huge chunk in the middle of this list that is a, a, uh, it is a quest line that will get you to the end state or to the end game if you make a certain choice that I didn't make. I've made a, I've made the opposite choice uh, uh, because I'm not a because uh, uh, yeah, I'm not a corporate hack. Because the basically the side is if you if you side with the board, you uh, it takes it oh, takes God. you down this like longer quest line. Whereas you know I, like so it's basically it cuts it cut out like uh, like over a third of what was in this the, the list for the main quest line, and I've got maybe like four main quests left to go so that's kind of like a sekiro gives you the option for the bad ending well it's cool with like i mean it's cool because that that makes it totally obvious that you can have multiple playthroughs with vastly different outcomes and i'm always a fan of that i always feel like that's bullshit that most people's like oh yeah you can like you know play through a game uh you know differently and the the experience is is largely different and from this case the story would be definitely drastically different so i've been appreciating that but like uh yeah i've been playing that on game pass 
which has largely for me been a uh, an outlet to try indie games with little which you know out of worlds is not one of those but like indie games uh that uh i can try with little to no risk on my part of you know playing and not liking them that's luckily only happened a couple a handful of times most of the ones i've tried i've enjoyed quite quite thoroughly um but yeah so let's if, if we're all ready let's move into it because game pads again has been part of the uh the quote-unquote discourse this past week or two um i don't know if you guys were saw the you know the origins of it but it started with a you know relatively innocuous tweet from uh washington post game journalist gene park shout out i'm a big fan of his work and he is a uh definitely a, po- a positive voice and he made some great points for in this tweet is just like saying that he is, you know, finally come to, to understand that he is, you know, getting little to no value out of game pass anymore. So he is, and he always said, I'm unsubbing for now. It wasn't like fuck game pass. I'm done with it. Like, you know, Microsoft can, and Xbox can, you know, eat my shit. It was just like, it's not worth it for me right now. I've heard very similar sentiments from the, some of the podcasts that I listen to. They make a they make a they good saying point. that they're uh, they're unsubbing from Game Pass for now until there's a, I mean, another like reason to subscribe. I, no less than twenty minutes ago, I canceled my subscription, and I've been meaning to for like about a couple months, but I've just been too lazy. But like, oh, they, yeah, that's, they already the got you. Then, man. For me, is in there. Yeah, I've, they did. I've they got they got they got me for a couple. Say, months. I've, I have actively been playing games through Game Pass. Definitely more yes. more I'd say than anyone else probably here in the, in the group. Um, but I still actually like as I was like looking through the discourse here, I was like thinking like trying to do some like math in my head, and it's like you know what, I'm probably also not meeting the value of you know of of what was advertised. You have to. You also have to consider the fact that some of these games. You can get on like Steam sale for right, really cheap, right? Right, and so that's the, like you. Can, I got Outer Worlds on Steam sale for like yeah. Eight so bucks. That's that's the main that's the main argument here. It's like if and people like wrongly criticized uh, Gene Park for for saying his his breakdown was that uh, you know via the bit that uh, there are no there are no uh, major AAA releases and the whole the whole thing was saying that you know there's going to be mm-hmm. there's going to be a major first party release every what three months or whatever and obviously that's been false but like yes even quarter. if you're going even if you're going by yeah. by the library uh not necessarily new stuff the the math breaks down to you have to play a triple a AAA game that we what that will assume it costs sixty dollars you need to basically play one every even though now it's seven yeah so you need to play one like every four months in order for the and this is this is of course for ultimate this is for the the ultimate subscription you need to pay yep. one you need to play one every four months for the value to be worth it um and that's he's like for me that's i mean it's just clear it's not there like the for him like an avid gamer and a journalist who does this for a living um, you know, it's like the library, the backlog is not as big a deal. It is about the new stuff and there isn't new stuff there. So what's the point? So people were all, right. were all getting on his shit, including the official uh, Game Pass Twitter account said, you know, replied with some snarky ass shit. Like, you know, tell me you, you don't yes. you don't play indie games without telling me you don't play indie games. Yeah. Type shit. And like what that is such a bad oh, faith okay. argument because. Uh, indie games are so much less expensive to begin with the value proposition 
goes up like fourfold or like threefold at that point. You'd have to play 12 indie games a year in order for it to actually make sense. And for me, who's who's playing indie games, I'm not playing that much. I'm not playing that many. The thing that annoys me about it is the way it makes you play games is it encourages you to like rush through a game so you can get to another one to make sure you're maintaining that value. So if you want to like take your time through a game, it's like actively punishing you on like the, the value of the money scale. That's a good point. Versus if you just buy the game and want to take your time with the game, the value for the money scale gets better. Like there's the. Yeah, that's, that's a, that is a good point about, about the game pass model. The other thing I wanted to say about the indie stuff is that those, there's no way those indie studios have negotiated better splits with Microsoft than like these other larger studios. So like, oh, absolutely. sure. So we're talking about from the, the value is to the consumer, user, yeah. but like, Right. So, but like, we're still like these developers are getting screwed. So to, to act like we should all be like cheering this on as like this indie game hub is disingenuous to, to kind of the people making them, in my opinion. Very true. That is, that is part of the discourse that of course, or that's part that is of course not been part of the discussion because uh, again, we are all, uh, you know, consumerist pigs who, uh, you know, just need the slop and never, no indication given or no uh, concern given to, you know, yeah, the, the workers or the, those who are who are creating these things as well. But yeah, absolutely. No, we've seen yeah, so exactly. many reports that, yeah, they're, that these companies are making nothing. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, right. they're quote unquote sales are going up. Their sales figures are are higher they're reaching more audience through game pass sure that's good but like they're not actually getting uh, money from it they so, so many have yet to even you know right. break even on on this case but uh there you know so that was just that was like you know there's been a whole discourse of course that the the xbots have been you know coming out and say like oh you're you know again you're you're not playing you know, so you're that's not where the value in game pass is <laughs> I think I think I said this last episode, but like they're so defensive, Absolutely. man. Like they get so defensive about this stuff. They really do. Like I don't want to like turn it into meme culture, but like the Xbox are like the the sad soy boy, and then the the chat is Nintendo fans. <laughs> they're just like this game runs at thirty frames. And it's fine. Could, yeah, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so the, but then there was you know a, the you know a cascade of people being like, yeah, you're you're right, the value's not there. I'm unsubbing too, like you know, and it's always been you know I'm not writing it off completely. It's like they gotta you know they they gotta put their you know the content where the you know say where their mouth is, or else I'm not you know you know I'm, I'm not gonna. It doesn't make sense. I'm I'm throwing money away for a service I'm not using, or at best using a little bit and again like gene park responded to the criticism of you know you're not playing indie games he's like i tried a shit ton of them i didn't he's like this was his personally like i didn't like them the only one he played was trek to yomi and he was like it's mid at yeah. best and it accurate no I, and personally i am definitely a triple a game gamer like i i don't really delve much into the indie space just because it's just not just just as doesn't usually fit what i prefer but uh, yeah, we, we've we've discussed this before. It's, where it's how interesting the the modern indie uh, landscape is very difficult to navigate because uh, access to game development is easier than ever before for people. So you have to sort through a lot of slop to find the, you know the diamonds. 
where a lot of the games that like when you think of indie game that you recommend to a friend, you know, like the Undertales, the Stardew Valleys, the Terrarias, the the Celestes, you know, these these types of games are not really indie games anymore. Like Shovel Knight, like all these games, they're uh, you know they've like elevated in status above that uh, small yeah, team. It's like if, a, feel. if an indie studio has one success, they are like you know something that's actually successful. They are no longer an indie studio. They get you know enough funding, enough support that they are uh, you know elevated in status in that way. Yeah, but yeah. It, it is definitely again something I have I have definitely gotten a a value quote unquote from game pass for the, in my indie experience for playing for oh, like that's Tunic the thing with... and citizen sleeper and weird West and all that kind of stuff is things that I would have never, you know, tried out if I had to like, you know, necessarily play pay money for them. Cause again, it was always, like, Oh man, there's such a risk that I'm not going to like this. And I, I just don't want to, you know, piss this money away. I mean, but granted i still probably am pissing the money away you know because like i'm not playing enough still not playing enough that like uh well that's the the illusion uh, that these i'm getting these games for free yes that's the you hear it a lot when people describe game pass they say it's free on game pass granted i'm playing p the pc version which is considerably less than than ultimate you know i only need to play like you know two triple a games to, you know it's 120 for me a year so it's you know that's the one thing game pass you know they only do monthly so that's how they get you that's how they get you game pass is a good deal initially because it's like the all you can eat buffet you have all these options all these choices but like a year or two into the all you can eat buffet you've now you've tasted you know the the questionable pudding cups you've had the the, the crab legs that have been sitting out on the steamer for who knows how long <laughs> uh like you've sampled everything and you've only you only go back now for like the couple things you know you like you know and like eventually the all you can eat buffet model becomes less desirable because you just look at it and you're like okay there's like 80 percent of this is vaporware i don't care about or like stuff that i've already played like the only thing i'm now waiting for is the new releases that come day one and how long is that going to continue to happen is the real uh question for all of this before that that model gets changed and I would say like, this is definitely a risk of, of the streaming model is like, if you aren't creating, if you eventually stop creating enough content where people want to pay, they're, they're going to only subscribe when big things come out. Like that's, that's kind of the, the risky well, run is like, you have these fluctuations. Microsoft loves to tout that number. They love the first weekend engagement. hundred percent. Like that's that's one of the big numbers they like to tout whenever they do the the first uh, the day and date. All right, uh, I, th- I think that's launch. a good enough uh, transition to what uh, I sent this to the group to you guys in the group chat yesterday, and I have something to read for you here that is just oh my god, so good, so it's it's just so juicy. Um, you know, there's you know, so it's coming. <laughs> we this is like the larger context that this is. Happening in that that there's been a huge swell of churn for for game pass they're losing subscribers people are unsubbing um for all the reasons that we're we were just describing so then i wake up yesterday morning looking through the you know my email and what do i find but <laughs> from uh x or microsoft xbox research you've been randomly selected to take part in a survey about regarding game pass. And I'm like, Hmm, I wonder why. Um, (laughs) 
But, uh, you know, long story short, um, as we'll as we'll, we'll get to quickly, I didn't actually take the survey because on page one, after you you, ha- you check the box on, yes, you can collect my information. The next bit is is <laughs> says confidentiality agreement. And I can read this because I said no to the confidentiality. Agreement. <laughs> I took I took the, a screenshot. It said and it'll get here. You cannot take screenshots. I took the screenshot and then said no. So like, uh, again, I'm totally above board here. Like I, I am not breaking, I did not sign anything. I did not, you know, I'm, I'm not breaking any, uh, any agreements unlawful. Granted, it would be nice if our legal scholar was here, uh, to, (laughs) to confirm that, but, uh, you know, maybe wading into some potentially gray waters here, but I'm doing it anyway. All you have to do, all you have to do. I'm a Redditor. (laughs) (laughs) you say I am not a lawyer, and then you give me. <laughs> Boom! You're good. You're covered. Your 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 bases are covered. Okay, so I'm going to read to you the 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 wording of the confidentiality confidentiality agreement, which is at the end, you know, mostly. Uh, actually, it looks like part of it kind of got cut off, um, but it's the part that's important is is here. So confidentiality agreement. Uh, reads below the information you received during the course of the survey is proprietary and confidential information to Microsoft and you agree to take all necessary steps to preserve that confidentiality as part of your obligation to preserve the confidentiality of the information you agree not to one disclose the existence of the survey <laughs> that alone right there it was just like i had to, awesome. i had to put it down i had to put it to be like yes i can neither confirm nor deny that there that there was yeah, in fact a survey like awesome just in, this survey does not exist yeah, I'm, in, <laughs> I, I'm in my tier one operator arc here you know can neither firm nor de- deny the you know the operations that are ongoing this is not the survey you <laughs> yeah. so that i cannot say that it, that the survey exist existed so if i had said yes i'd already be in violation just not even remarking on the yeah. content, which again, I cannot now because I said no and it immediately booted me out. Um, but so, so cannot disclose the existence yeah, of the survey. Right. Destroyed the email. <laughs> the disclosure provide any information you receive in connection with the survey to any third party other than has been specifically permitted herein. In any manner, including but not limited to capturing and or posting survey screenshots, videos, or opinions about the survey or any other information related to the product on any websites or blogs. Then the next bit is fine. It's like, you know, that's standard pablum. It's like, you know, you're, you won't be held liable so long as, you know, somebody, somebody How many else underpaid made, it, made interns it. Do you think Microsoft has searching the internet for screenshots <laughs> of their survey? <laughs> well, man, you know, it's like, I was like, okay, I got the, e- oh, I got oh the, the email. I'm like, okay. Like I knew we were going to talk about the game pass thing this week. So I'm like, this is too too obvious. They're obviously, you know, they're sweating right now. That's absolutely why they've sent this to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they have they have collected enough of my data to see that I am playing somewhat regularly. Um, and they're like, uh, it's uh, I just I saw that and I'm like, again, I've been raised well enough to know not to sign <laughs> sign away my life like that. So uh, it was like, I, I got to, nah, man, just click agree and go. I had to take a record of it just uh, so I could share it here on the podcast with all you fine folks. Like, so I again, am- well, yeah, because once you said no, the email disintegrated like a, a exactly. Mission yeah, team. mission impossible. <laughs> <laughs> this message will self destruct in five. Like a, a, a little bomb pixel art shows up <laughs> on the screen and blows up, and the email just disappears. <laughs> 
but oh my god i was just i i could not i i could not like uh I, i'm like am i still am i still sleeping am i is this still a dream like am i hallucinating this like it was just it's too good like phil spencer was like kicked back in his his uh office chair his big leather uh executive suite uh pinky up like yes indeed who do you think said yes the, to the that? Serve- who do you think said yes to those things and then proceeded to take the 15 minute survey people who didn't read it yeah but you he, have to you have to, the, there's a there's a significant <laughs> portion of people who just click but like i have to give it some credit in the way that it was it's organized you have it's like a segment you have to click yes then it goes down you have to like scroll enough and confidentiality agreement was in big bold letters it wasn't that you know it wasn't necessarily trying to be tricky yeah. um but like so i mean so again yeah maybe i would have you know gone past that quickly but the if it, if, it, if I had not again had to scroll beyond to see that you know, in again big bold text confidentiality, I'm like, hmm, wonder what I wonder what they're afraid of. I bet you there's going to be someone who's defending this. Like, well, obviously they're going to be telling you about some really cool confidential new game that's going to be only <laughs> Game Pass exclusive, along with the new streaming stick. That's the thing. It's like the the contents of it are definitely like very boring. I'm sure there's sure. nothing in that survey that is all that like enlightening or, Repro- or, or probably gonna be like, how often do you play so, how long yeah. do you play when you and, play how many different games have you yet, played since now you made it forbidden fruit that i really want to know exactly it's like I, it made survey. me want to see it even more <laughs> but i'm again it's like i'm not that stupid Andrew's gonna like email xbox be like hey can i have a survey about xbox game pass they're gonna be like what why is this guy asking for his database one <laughs> <laughs> you know so i like as, again saw the first part was like yeah you have to share your data i'm like oh, okay i don't love that but again it's like they're gonna get they're, oh, they're gonna get my that. data no matter what so again I, i'm i'm doing it for the content yeah well, yeah because they they run the os your computer has, i'm sacrifice like, i make i'm sacrificing my own my own personal uh security for you know the sake of you fine listeners at home but then once it was like yeah you cannot t- even say that this <laughs> this thing exists I was like, no, that's too good for content. I, I got to say no. We'll kill you if you ever <laughs> talk about this survey. <laughs> yeah. You know what the funny part is? Like, Microsoft, I could see, like, executing this and just, like, purely, like, data stealing. If Nintendo sent me a, a survey, like, <laughs> if you talk about this survey, they would send out, like, a hit squad that would take you out. Like, you'd be, you'd be t- taken down with, like, a Star Fox pistol. <laughs> You say they're just they're just gonna repel repel falcon repel through punch. through your windows, yeah, and do a falcon punch, <laughs> just yeah, uh, kill you instantly. <laughs> I didn't know that was real. It's been real this whole time. <laughs> so that uh, that uh, has been uh, you know the 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 discourse of late. Um, Game Pass has been uh, yeah. Who knows where it's gonna go, folks? People are saying it's the future of gaming, but uh, you know when they gotta be couched in that level of secrecy, can't be looking too good internally. I gotta say. I mean, again, if it's the future of gaming, I'd rather it be someone who's not Microsoft doing it. Absolutely. I'd rather our friends at Nintendo be doing my my gaming subscription for my life because Nintendo is my friend. All right, but speaking of like funny, <laughs> like absolutely like ridiculous, funny dystopian shit that. Uh, um video game companies have been doing um this is like one of the older bit of news this like dropped i think the day after our last recording so this was like this is now a couple weeks old at this point 
but uh, it's part of, and we'll say that it's been a uh, an up and down couple of weeks for our our long term foes, <laughs> Activision. Again, we we hate to have to. We, I guess I'll say we both hate and now love to have to be talking about Activision so much. I guess let's start off with the good news um, that uh, uh, Raven QA has successfully conducted their union vote uh, under continued harassment and pressure from management with a, you know, a, a impressive 19 to three um, in favor of the union. They are moving forward with all speed to con- oh, yeah. conduct their union management. There's been some funky messaging about that. I've, I've heard some stuff around the lines of like, uh, do you really want 19 employees like oh, ruining it? That's, for the rest that's, of you? that's the Activision uh, company line is we think, uh, yeah, that the yeah 19 employees shouldn't decide something so important for an entire studio. And it's just like, for those, for those at home, I'm giving, I'm giving two middle fingers to the camera. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds threatening. No, it is threatening. Like I know obviously it is, it is threatening, 10, but like, Asshole. it's definitely like, it's absolutely threatening. And it's the, like the, the guy standing behind you with a baseball bat, like threatening to yeah, and the you. national uh, labor, <laughs> labor relations board uh, agrees with you and uh, is, is uh, moving forward with their investigation into Activision for all their illegal union busting tactics, which from what I've you know, read is generally encouraging because, Excellent. because the NLRB is um, in the sense, it is a relatively conservative institution in how it acts, how it, how it, uh, when it, when it chooses to act, it doesn't, it doesn't act frivolously. Yeah. And that's, that is a purely defensive nature because of the weak state of, of labor law. Uh, uh, in this country that you know they only move when they think they can get something when they can actually do something so yeah when they think they got a real case yeah i mean i do love the the fact that microsoft was like yeah we'll support the union like matt matt said in the group chat <laughs> yeah we'll uh we'll follow the law <laughs> follow the law i mean this was at least like, I, just, I guess just the, the bare minimum <laughs> i mean the, the bare minimum was what they have what they've done in the past which was literally i think basically that that towing that line is like we will comply with all local and federal uh labor laws which uh is basically not a thing but uh they which is have, basically just them going uh, i plead the <laughs> the statement that you're referencing andrew um phil phil spencer is you know goes back to his original thing it's like oh i'm very i know very little about unions i'm a i'm a fucking moron i'm an i'm a laugh and I'm, I'm an absolute dullard who yeah. doesn't know yeah. i don't know what a union is what's that um but apparently he's been educated on what yeah, unions what's are a union? um but he's seen mr <laughs> philip a union is when communism exactly um but uh, you know he this is i think you can reasonably say this is the mo- this is much firmer support where they say we absolutely support employees right to organize and form unions we think it is a rights of employees and something that can be part of a relationship between a company and people who work at the company so eh, that's encouraging that's good i i don't like to heap praise on any Fair corporation enough. and any ceo but like and again that's just words for now so Let's see how how the contract negotiations go, but uh, uh, yeah, that's that's the positive thing um, with Activision this week. But so this was the thing I was I I, I got I got a little distracted because again I wanted to make sure we got the good news out. But um, again, this dropped yeah. the day after our last recording, and it's too bad that we couldn't have talked about it then. But the absolutely insane uh, um, <laughs> algorithmic uh, diversity tool that. Uh, that uh 
was implemented and uh, developed by the King portion of Activision Blizzard King um, in conjunction with uh, the, the Candy M- Crush people, the MIT Gaming yeah. Lab, which I did I, I did confirm is an offshoot of the MIT Media Lab, which we cannot nice. go anywhere with saying are notorious launders of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's money. So. Um, just you know, working with the absolute nice. best and brightest here. We 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 fucking love to see it. Um, but I got to shout out. Uh, uh, Listen, St- uh, James. They want to make sure that even pedophiles are fairly represented in games. Absolutely, <laughs> that should have been one. Yeah, that should have been one of one of the uh, the sliders. Yeah, it's just yeah. How much do you like yeah. kids? Um, but yeah, so I got to I got to <laughs> I got to give a shout out to uh, James Stephanie Sterling's latest Jimquisition video where they uh, broke this down so expertly. Um, just, you know, the absurd, absolute absurdity of um, of scaling something like inclusivity on like a slider. So like the, the, yeah, the question is like, what constitutes the most gender identity, the most ethnicity? You know, it's like, right, exactly. There's like, exactly. you know, that means that there's, you know, there's what a, constitutes the most culture. Yeah. Let's not lie. <laughs> and so, but like it, in reality, like, so it's, it's, it's hilarious. That's funny to think of it that way, but then you can get a bit more serious, like about, because people, I think at this point should uh, know the graphic that we're kind of mentioning. It's this um, kind of like amorphous blob that like, uh, you know, they scatter plot all the different, again, all the different values for their different characters. Yeah. And you know it. You can you can it's see your, it's your classic uh, attribute spider web. You can see you, you know, can see in see the how good your your uh, your my player is right. So, but you can see it in the uh, in the visual that they sent that there is a conspicuous like you know circle. It's actually more like a teardrop in the center that's like uh, basically says, oh, that's what like you know that's what they consider the base standard. Like it, they're telling on themselves. It's like that again. It's like the the standard thing, the central piece is, you know, the, is, you know, white, male, straight, uh, able-bodied, uh, you know, all, yeah. all those various categories. It's like, it's clear who they're operating as the baseline. That is the norm of, of all these things. And everything outside is, you know, some weird wild thing that we just like, that we like are showing that we're, in, that we're including and the, the 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 hilarious bit is like to that we're doing this to avoid avoid tokenist representation how is this like anything one of the branches yeah. with just colored hair like blue colored hair yeah yeah how how disappointing are you to your grandma <laughs> i do like that like they're just, yeah to your point this 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 baseline just doesn't include like Oh, no one with whatever the most socioeconomic background is. Sure. They're, they're not getting represented or, you know, the, the, the most sexual orientation. Like, oh, man, this is got to love it. Got to love it. It's just too good. It's too sexual good not, not to bring up. Orienta- I mean, that's maybe that's where that's the sexual sexual orientation is the, the measure of how many kids you like. You know, do you what age groups? That's that's where the most that, sexual orientation that, that's how mit is is contributing that's that's how they're contributing <laughs> uh no but just like i could like as soon as i saw that i could not like you know i was like of course absolutely of course like this is yeah this is where the epstein black uh you know blackmail funds are are, are being are being uh are being shepherded you know are being uh, funneled into we love to see it going to great and powerful things you know shaping the future of gaming for all of us 
but as I was saying, it's like the their their whole thing is like, oh, we uh, do this to like to uh you know to make sure that we're not doing tokenistic representation. It's like how is you know putting numbers on a scale anything but tokenism, you know? And people are like, you know, yeah. you know what would be you know what would actually you know uh you know make for more inclusive games, uh hire uh, a diverse uh, range of developers. How about that? And they're like, hmm, I don't think we considered that, you know. Like the that seems a little far fetched to me. Higher, <laughs> yeah, right. Others, like non-white guys. Do no, never. They, I did like how they were like, no, no, no. This isn't. We're not saying we won't do that. No, they immediately had to walk it back. So it's just, like, oh no, this. People, it's not us who's diverse. out of touch. This didn't go into making our only black Overwatch character. Like you know, like we we didn't use this for that. Like you know, sh- yeah. Just don't tell anybody. Sh- I did happen to go through just like the comments on the Kotaku post and and like one of the top ones, someone posted a picture of Calvin Candy from Django Unchained. <laughs> and that's like that's that's a pretty, pretty yeah, spot they're, on. Yeah, they're just doing race science. It's just fucking insane. Yeah. Exactly. If I open his head, he will have the same dimples. It's just ab- absolutely uh, absolute insanity. Um but uh, again, we, we love to see particularly the backlash to it, the universal having to walk it back. And I just got to say, it's been a real interesting couple of weeks for uh, game developer PR people. You know, they're having they're having a real one. You know, they're 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 just on it. They're on they're on it for real. Like yeah. they have, to, you know, again, whoever signed off on like, you know, let's let's publish this. Let's put this out there. Uh, you know, I hope was like immediately fired. Just because, you know, just what an absolute dunce. Fired. What an absolute Fired. dunderhead. Just like, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Was this your idea? Uh. Yeah. Get out of here. Okay. So, uh. Uh, you know, we've, we've done a lot of ragging on various companies uh, as of late. Um, and again, we're we deservedly, have, yeah, de- absolutely deservedly. We we have we are never wrong. And say so we've recently, you know, we we had plenty of uh, uh, criticism for Sony. And again, one of those PR absolute uh, blowouts was from our last episode with the the Jim Ryan uh, comments on abortion. You know, again, what an idiot! What a fucking piece of shit! Um, but you know, there, I, so I think somebody <laughs> said yesterday in on stream or in the group chat that like that the, so our next topic, these, this kind of like, uh, c- cascade of all these like really positive Sony announcements for the most part, positive, um, have, uh, you know, they're definitely trying to get away from that as fast as possible. It's like, no, 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 forget that happened. That, 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 that was, that was so long ago. Just memory hold that please. Um. They've got. They had some. They had some good stuff coming out. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, being an absolute idiot, talking about his cats. Um, but I guess as a man who has cats, I too enjoy my cats, but not when in that uh, nature of discussion. <laughs> um, but so the the first the first bit that again this was like this dropped like again the day or so after we're after our last recording so it's a little bit you know dated on the side but the um we've uh the ps plus the new ps plus accounts have started to roll out they've started their rollout in asia um the but you know before that the 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 list of you know in the growing list of the library of games was first released we don't necessarily need to go into them right now because again it's pretty old news at this point but i'll just ask were there any standouts for you guys? Anything that that 
that you guys saw? Because I'll just say the initial reactions I saw from some people were not necessarily negative, but not necessarily positive either. They're like, oh, there's nothing new or like there's nothing that really grabs me. But for me, as someone who like has kind of like missed out on uh, that kind of the a lot of the ps4 generation of games like i kind of lapsed in my in my gaming there's a lot there that i'm definitely going to jump on but yeah before i get into that i think a lot of the things that i've seen from people are like this isn't the full catalog yet so like we obviously don't know what else is going to be rounding this catalog out so like they're still tempering expectation because they want to know what else will be there i don't even think it's Uh, i think this is a pretty good starting bundle like they they've definitely showed some like again if you haven't played like Ghost of Tsushima or any of those games yet me. like yeah like the those are good that's a good value right there uh, Death Stranding that's another one that's in there uh, I think there's uh, like the Jack and Daxter collection like I bought that on PS4 when that came out and there's a cool thing uh, they've announced with this where if you've bought the PSP or the PS1 games uh, before or some of those classic games before you you just get them into your your catalog even without regardless of if you subscribe yeah uh, so like yeah. i'm interested to see cool. how many uh psp and ps1 games i bought on vita because i have a black hole a lot of my vita catalog that'll just like appear in my catalog day one when the uh yeah, be the nice. service drops be a nice little surprise i was personally happy i i thought this was a good a pretty good starting list too i i gotta agree i i did i wasn't I was not disappointed. There's a lot of pretty high, uh, even like I said, there'll stuff. be the more. That, like, uh, yeah, there'll be more. But like, even Gar- like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I want to play that one. Like, that's on the list. There's some. There's some good stuff here. You know, you already mentioned a, a bunch of them for me, Matt. But it's like again, I missed uh, Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, both those. You know, the director's cuts as well. So that. That's be cool, and I'm, which is cool because, like, I have the uh, I have regular Death Stranding. I don't have the director's cut, so now I don't need to buy the director's cut. I have yeah. the the free upgrade to it, essentially. Yeah. So, like, those those are going to be downloads for me, absolutely. Last, I I never played Last of Us either, and it's the remastered version. Um, you know, Returnal's mm-hmm. coming as of you know some of even newer some of the newer stuff. You know, maybe it's, Returnal's also coming to PC. That's you know, it's still still technically a rumor, but yeah. I know but it's pretty much guaranteed at this point. That, that's one that's been kind of known about though for about a year because like it's a perfect game to go to PC because PC is where roguelites uh, Thrive, really yeah. get their shine. Um, but then yeah, maybe so maybe the announcement was a little bit light on the classic games, um, the true you There'll know be more. the the PS one PSP games. But yeah, yeah I'm I sure there's also going to be some licensing fun. issue with some of them because like games that old have some interesting licensing. Uh, sure handshakes that go on with studios that don't exist anymore and stuff like that what do you guys make of the inclusion of ubisoft plus as part of it that's what's going to fold in like the all the assassin's creed games including valhalla which again is like i like had seen so much negative about it that i was never going to pay for the game but you know maybe i'll play a little bit of it because i'll get it with it so yeah why not i feel like the inclusion of ubisoft was it connect what is that? What is that what I'm pretty sure it? it's called plus. plus. Pretty sure it's Ubisoft yeah. plus. Ubisoft plus, whatever, whatever it's called. I think it lends more credence to the idea that Sony and Ubisoft might be approaching a, a partnership in way. Because you know, Ubisoft has been dangling themselves out there saying, They've Hey, got, please not someone if, uh, not if Yves Guillaume has anything to say about it. Fuck that French bastard. Uh, yeah, douchebag. It's like, yeah, I don't I 
I'll, to your point, I'll probably play a few hours of Valhalla just to see what it's about. But like, I'm not a huge Ubisoft fan at this I've, point. I've soured so heavily on Ubisoft. You yeah, see, what I've heard too. about Valhalla is that it's not the first few hours that's hard. It's the, um, it's like the next forty hours that suck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, there's just the wildness. Like, I, I saw an interesting review. It may have even been uh, a donkey review, possibly, which, you know, obviously are not the most serious ones, but it had a good <laughs> point that, like, they should have just made a fucking Viking game. You know, like, there's like there's a huge disconnect there of why it's even an Assassin's Creed. It doesn't need Creed to be game. Assassin's Creed. Because it's like, yeah. you know, that's not how Vikings fought. And, you know, it's like the, and that's not how the gameplay plays out. You're never actually doing stealth, you're going and raiding a village. And, yeah. Calling in a bunch of of dudes to come in and you know rampage. What's more stealthy than a hundred men? Uh, <laughs> right. It's like you know, just make a new IP for God's sake. Like what the fuck yeah, for, for Odin's sake? Vikings. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point. So yeah, that that was that's I'm I'm like yeah I'm kind of like meh again. It's like I wasn't gonna buy these games, so you know maybe it will actually see me playing a little bit more because I won't feel that committed to it. Um. Speaking so, of Odin's sake, yeah, I guess let's. Well, I mean, let's before we go into the the God of War <laughs> stuff because that let's let's do a little bit up and down here because the okay, we, okay. we talked a little bit about um you know because the we'll, I'll just say the God of War stuff. Give them their medicine. Cool, that's good. We like that. There's you know good stuff coming. We'll get to that in a second. But there's the weird bit about the that's been the news that's been making the round since the release in uh, of PS Plus in Asia that. Uh, the the classic games are being re, uh, re, there's a strong indication at least that they're going to be released in the PAL format rather than the NTSC format, um, which for those of us who maybe don't quite understand, uh, Matt, do you have a yes? I actually grasp do of what what those are. I mean, I I get the, the <laughs> results of PAL is you know goes at 50 hertz and 25 frames per second. NTSC is 60 hertz and 30 fps but in their kind of region locked but like yeah break it down for so, us um remember back in the day the crt television mm. the box tv Ooh, yes classic so the way that the box tv worked was your screen was legitimately refreshing where it was a photon beam scanning across and creating your image that's the scan line mm. And due to a standard over in Europe, their CRTs refreshed at 50 hertz. So that was why that standard was created, was to match the European um, 50 hertz CRT televisions, while in the U.S. we had 60 hertz CRT televisions. So this just ends up being a split in the development there based on the technology limitations of different standards. And that's why now we have the PAL version here when we're getting these classics will be 50 hertz, 25 frames per second versus what would be the the other version, which would be 60 hertz, 30 frames per second. And from what I've heard from some people is that the reasoning initially for the PAL variant is that it's supposedly less jittery and that there's some jitter around the the 30 frame mark on some of these uh, PS1 games running on these like higher frame rate machines interesting but yeah it's like the most of the you know the sourcing comes from you know again it's there there it's not uh, unusual again these things are are region locked issues so it's like oh okay it's releasing in a pal region so of course it's going to be 
on PAL, but it's the fact that the games themselves are being credited through Sony Computer Entertainment Europe, which was like exclusively PAL stuff. So that's why people are, th- are worried yep. that even in an NTSC region like North America, we're still going to get the PAL version. Which And like NSO did are- this, and then NSO fixed it after launch with a Nintendo Switch Online. So it's one of those things that like, I wouldn't be surprised if it's something they bring later on where you get to pick. Well, I still think it's possible because I've seen enough that's like it's not firmly set in stone that like that rolls out in North America because it's still essentially from the point of recording a little over not two out, weeks, yeah. two and a half weeks. Yeah. We'll say three weeks. Six, 12, right? I think it's the 15th. Uh, Whatever. I think. I'm pretty sure it's June 15th, but I could be wrong. Um that uh, is when it rolls out in North America. Maybe it's the 13th. I don't fucking know. Um, but uh, yeah, we're professionals here. We keep those like those those dates firm. We are the most informed. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's a little something a little bit up in the air right now. But uh, I know my dumbass who can hardly like you know tell the difference between resolution and and frame rate like probably won't you know know the difference, but. And again, like it's it's gonna end up being one of those problems where I think you get the we I like to call it the Reddit effect, where people on Reddit don't understand that not like your average consumer is not a hyper fan who is uh frequenting online message boards. Your average fan is not gonna notice the difference and they're gonna be happy that they're playing their PS1 games that they used to love. They just want to play Ape Escape, man. They just want to play Ape Escape and, and chill out. I mean, I'm I'm still waiting for the Metal Gear Solid uh collections to be uh shown. Because we are we are approaching a year now of silence from Konami um, after they removed them because they need to renew uh, licensing on archive footage. It's been radio mm-hmm. silence since those have been taken away, and I'd like to get those back, Kojima, please. Yes, yeah, I know awesome. it's not your fault, Kojima. I'm sorry, Konami. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm I'm not super critical of this like that. I like again I, to me at least of what they've shown so far of what they're going to make available for the the kind of the classic legacy games it's more of a novelty you know it's like oh that'll be fun to play around for a Mm -hmm. little bit like for uh you know nostalgia's sake and for you know maybe some history i'll play some dino crisis sure but like it's not a big deal to me um you know so i'm willing to forgive that but yeah so now let's go to so that was the medicine let's go to the shooter um it's looking more and more likely that god of war ragnarok will oh, meet yeah. the 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 2022 release window that it was i mean that's been given mr. mr balrog himself has been saying it all along but they we've seen a bunch of stuff so the 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 coolest bit for in my opinion was uh, as part of the global accessibility awareness day santa monica uh, put out a, a quite lengthy blog post uh you know not just touting like oh we've got 60 plus uh, accessibility options isn't that cool they actually went through and showed a lot of stuff like you know everyone probably seen the you know the the headline picture of like the high contrast mode where where kratos and boy are uh you know in you know start red and blue so you know for the visually impaired and colorblind red and blue yeah that they can uh you know easily make distinctions but there's all sorts of stuff like you know, keeping all the things that they did for the the PC release, but then iterating on all those things, enhancing, you know, audio cues, um, which I think is a big one because it's well, that's one that is not honestly used enough. Uh, but like, you know, you get to customize those options. You know, your caption sizes, the 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 visual cues, the audio cues, the uh, yeah, the contrast, 
all sorts of stuff. It's just, I think, again, can, that's only the more options yeah. like that are yeah. the better. I mean, Sony Santa Monica is a crazy studio. Like what, whatever they're working on, I give them all of the credit to do. All right. So yeah, let, do it well. I guess let's just then, let me just run through the, the other two things where it has received a, a, a rating in South Korea, um, which as far as I know, because the announcement was in Korean um, was just that it's rated not for children um yep, 18 and then, plus just like a yep and then uh the other one is that uh some merchandise lines have surfaced in the uk with a september release date so we were talking about this on stream but matt hit us with with your conspiracy nice. brain so i've got this whole thing about like leaks aren't leaks they're marketing and i agree uh, i think that they're intentionally leaking some of this information uh, to string people along and get the hype going. And I think the merchandise being September, I was saying this on stream points to game coming in August, because I think they're going to get everyone excited that like September is going to be the month and they're going to do a state of play. And they're going to be like coming August uh, 16th, or whatever, if that's a Friday, I just picked a date uh, 2022 and like subvert all those expectations and drop it on people quicker. That's just like my gut feeling on it. Yeah, so maybe that's the more realistic uh, date of like, you know, again, of how they're kind of doing this marketing. But we were talking again on stream last night that uh, the one that we want to see is we want oh, them to, to release the it outcome on, no- we prefer. on November 11th, just as a yeah. big fuck you to, to Xbox. Take the Starfield date. Just would be I, so I, good. I don't Take know. Take the how Starfield they don't date do and just that. have your marketing be Kratos in space. <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> yeah it's like that's such an op- that's such a great opportunity i don't know why they wouldn't do it like you know the memes write themselves folks you know and every every we, we I live feel like what's going to end up happening is like nintendo is going to like jump on that date and release like i think pokemon comes out around then yeah that's <laughs> releases their... like a pokemon game yeah that's and... gonna be their next main release for at least for the end of the year um but oh man, it's just like the memes write themselves, folks. We live in a meme culture, largely for the worse. But like, you know, again, that's gonna sell units, baby. Like, <laughs> like oh man, I just I want it to happen. And again, not just like you know to suck off Sony and all that type of stuff, but just it because so it would be so funny. I mean, again, the memes would write themselves. <laughs> oh my god, I just I can't wait. Like I, I could see, I could see the the date getting announced and Phil Spencer holding a glass of like brandy and like crushing it in his hand, <laughs> being like, "Get, get me Todd <laughs> yeah. Howard, bring me his head." In yeah, the like in, super in, villain in, in Phil Spencer. Of uh, all right, so the last bit, for- I would just love to see what terrible response Microsoft would come with. Hey, you can't do that. That's bullying. Like they would, they would respond, and it would be awful. <laughs> it's bullying to take our release date for a really cool game that's not ready yet, and we're totally gonna like blow you away when it's done. But like, it's not ready yet. Um. All right. Maybe to sour things a little bit, what do we think of the the announcement of the the God of War, the Horizon of you know Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, and Gran Turismo TV shows in development? ip splitting i mean i think it is funny that they're yeah that they're splitting it across all the different uh streaming services i mean this one wasn't part of this news because it's i think it came out earlier which is the one that's going to hbo last of us all right 
And there's another one too. Is it and that's the one that I have the most something? confidence in yeah. succeeding in because HBO knows how to make good content. Right. Now I've said from the beginning that Horizon is just begging for an adaptation of some kind, but I hate to see anything go to Netflix these days. You know, it's just Netflix doesn't know how to make shows. I can't wait till they ruin Aloy. I mean, it's going to be bad. So, like, I don't have hope for any of these, but who do we want to see cast? I mean, that's that's that was kind of my thought. It's like how I don't see how they're not going to cast the the year. I, I forget which European country she's from, but it's like a, there's a, a European actress whose whose likeness they took for Aloy. It's like, how do you not just cast her as Aloy, um, you know, to like piss off the fans the least? Um, so do you take the voice actor for Kratos? Yeah, the man's built like a brick shit house. Actually, no, isn't doesn't he? Have, I want like, allegations. I want Batista to to be Kratos. Like, let's just go wild with it. <laughs> like, Dave, like Dave Batista. Go, yeah, just mar- just marvel it. Yeah, marvel it. I mean, what else are they gonna do? They're gonna marvel it. I mean, I don't want Kratos to be marveled. I want I want Kratos to be brutal. I want him to be. If we're gonna give him anything, Mark I want Strong, him to be the Amazon invincible. I want to be invincible from Amazon, where he's just shredding people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So if they if they have uh, Christopher Judge, the voice actor of uh, of Kratos, uh, you know, play Kratos, you know, I can only imagine the discourse there because you know, having a black man, uh, you know, reprise his own role, but in a character that is not portrayed as black. Uh, you know they're going. You know people are going to flip the fuck. You know the fuck out. It's like, you know, what are With they the doing? Voice. It's just, it's just, you know, woke nonsense. You know, but like, <laughs> he like yeah, embodies the character. Out. You know, probably better than any than anybody else could. And uh, you know, I think that would be a great choice. I don't see why. I, you know, that would not. be cool. Again, because as Matt said, he is built like a brick shit house. So, you know, perfect there. And it's like you know, it's an older kind of rugged Kratos. Yeah, grizzled. You know? So like you know he like you know he's not in his he you know he was a Stargate. Uh, I can't wait till we have Kratos crack in time Cage. where he time travels back and fights younger Kratos. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean I'm absolutely baffled though by the Gran Turismo TV show. Like, what the fuck is that going to be? Uh, yeah, no idea. Just, there's going to be zero characters in it whatsoever. It's just going to be people in racing helmets just looking at each other with subtitles. Absolutely. Sounds the sound, cars will talk. Yeah, sounds I mean, yeah, let's just get let's just get live <laughs> action car cinematic universe. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to beat Lightning McQueen at one point. <laughs> we're, we're going to see Lightning McQueen downtrodden in season 2 when he's committed to heroin and uh least oh, no. <laughs> racing fuel because he lost the the big Raced, cup. The piston fuel. cup, man. The piston cut. It gets us all eventually. All right. Um, so we're, yeah, we're we're getting about the uh, getting about that time. We did have a couple of few things we we had here just in case we got to it. Um, I guess let's just let's skip. I mean, it's other than mentioning that the the Take Two buyout of mobile company Zynga went through. That was you know up until acquisition the, the biggest video game purchase of all time. Uh, that you know, thanks to the Activision stuff, completely flew under the radar. Yeah, afterwards. no way that was gonna get challenged. I was like, at, like you know, like uh, that you know maybe had some speculation when it was first announced, but then a week later when Activision, you know, like you know, it's a complete order of magnitude different in in the the purchase size. 
you know, there was, I saw, I never saw anything, no piece whatsoever about, about, uh, you know, what, what that would look like about, or any challenging from regulators or anything like that. So no surprises there. No. Yeah, not exactly. Not a surprise. But I do think that because if anything, though, with how seamless that acquisition went through, um, I think that lends more credence to that, you know, again, Activision, the Activision deal is going to, will go through as well. We've always, been, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, said that that's going to be the case, but there's been plenty of, of uh, kind of counter speculation of late that, you know, oh, it's facing more intense criticism or uh, more intense uh, scrutiny by regulators and all this stuff, but I don't buy it. Um, no, I, I don't buy that either. And then, yeah, there, the other two things were some were other uh, either purchase or investment or uh, kind of uh, M&A merger and acquisition stuff. It's the, you know, EA has been in the news. You know, they're they're taking the, the you know, Ubisoft route. It's like, ooh, I hope somebody doesn't buy us. Um, yeah. You know, just ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like, you know, they're talking about all the shit with, uh, you know, there was talks of merging with NBC Universal. That fell through over price. They're talking with Disney and Apple, and I really hope they don't get bought by either of those two. No. But I think it, again, would be worse if it's, I mean, I honestly can't say what would be worse, Disney or Apple or Facebook. Uh, honestly, you don't know which of those would be worse. You know, Disney just owns culture at this point. Disney Disney owning it would be worse than Apple Disney owning I would agree. that much, uh, that much potential IP is dangerous. Sure. Apple would be next worst but that's just because they would gate it into their their ecosystem and never let anyone else touch it yeah and then i mean yeah but so the the one in- facebook would just fumble it yeah the, the, the <laughs> would fuck it up the only so that's that's let's root for that one then i guess yeah um uh we we all we love to pray for ea's downfall here yeah. um but yeah the the one interesting bit i saw from this was the you know these you know rumblings are going around that you know it was the the interest of primarily the tech companies in in ea is what spurred the microsoft activision deal is that that they wanted to make this you know groundbreaking purchase before some you know tech vulture uh you know swooped in and you know uh you know got their claws into the their talons that is, I don't want to mix metaphors into the, uh, <laughs> their, their beaks into the industry, you know, cause they are, you know, Amazon's already doing that. Uh, Facebook is trying yeah. to as well. They're encroaching in the industry. So, you know, yeah, sure. Microsoft is a tech company as well, but you know, they're, you know, you know, it's kind of its own. It is, it is different in that regard, just because of how, how, how fundamentally integrated uh, or ingrained Xbox is in that ecosystem. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I found that interesting. Um, and then I know this was the story you were interested in, Andrew. The the latest purchase by the Saudi Family Public Investment Fund uh, taking up 5% of uh, Nintendo, which I think makes them like the second biggest stockholder in yeah i think i think it was i think it was the second biggest it's it's definitely top three i just think that's an interesting uh development because you know we're hearing these these companies that are for sale and the saudi public wealth fund has a lot of money so like they're starting to diversify they need to get off that that uh that sweet sweet oil man need to get off the oil like so it's just i think it's interesting like maybe they're gonna emerge as a buyer for someone like ubisoft or ea like i said this before they bought um that would be 
They have a ninety-six percent share of uh, was it Neo Geo? They yeah, own I think they definitely own SNK. Some- they SNK, effect- that's yeah, it. They yep. effectively own all of SNK. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ninety-six percent stake in SNK. Um, but yeah, they so also that, have five percent in Capcom and Nexon, which is a South Korean company that trades in Tokyo. Three billion dollars in EA, Activision, and Take Two. I think that three billion is spread across those three. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know they're yeah they're making those moves, and it's just like I, I had to appreciate it's like the Nintendo spokespeople were real, like basically like you could tell they were not happy about it. But it's like they can't do anything. They can't do anything about it. Nope. That's don't we love a capitalism, folks? But it's like you know they're like you know oh yeah this is unsavory, but uh, to say it say it you know most kindly, um, yeah. You know a totalitarian uh, uh, regime that you know is truly one of the you know the largest state funders of of global uh, terror throughout the world. Yeah, is uh, is you know coming into our you know our family friendly video game company yeah and that's what it's like what I if they buy ubisoft the... like what if they buy ubisoft i can't wait for the burkini dlc from mario kart 8 <laughs> man uh yeah so that's uh that's a nice that's a nice little note to end it on um we'll see yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where uh episode you know, title burkini for mario kart 8 they say we'll, we'll see where you know the uh yeah the you know one of the world leading uh, human rights abusers end up, uh, you know, end up in, in our, in our, uh, our, our lovely hobby here. Right. Sure. Sure. It's only going to be for the better. Just a happy little accident. <laughs> Just a happy little. All right, guys, I think we maybe went a little bit long today. I did not actually. Yeah, it's take, fine. It was take, a good episode. Take point of where we actually started, but uh, I think this was good. Um plug time uh be sure to check us out on twitch at uh, campaign underscore comrades we are doing our best to stream as regularly as possible you know we've got some some scheduling issues uh, as of late but you know we're trying to we're trying to do our best there come check us out come give us a follow helps us out a lot uh, follow us on twitter at campcom pod um give us a, a you know a only five star reviews on itunes and wherever <laughs> They else do reviews. I think you know iTunes is the main one, but it helps a lot. Um, if you like what you hear, uh, come stop by. Send your complaints to Matt's Twitter. Yes, at That's Matt Wash, he responds to DMs. Yeah, it's it is it's <laughs> not an infinite black hole where, where you know, everything goes to die. But uh, we will uh, we will see you next time. Peace. Bye. Bye. Bye.